0: We are live on the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook for our latest pay-per-view preview. This time, we're going to be discussing and breaking down the card for All Elite Wrestling All Out 2021 from Chicago, Illinois. Let's get to it. Watch out, watch out. Yes, watch out, watch out, watch out. We are live right now. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. I am back once again with another pay per view preview. Like I said, we're going to be discussing AEW All Out 2021, the return of CM Punk in Ring. We're going to talk about the AEW World Championship on the line, the AEW World Tag Team titles, TNT Championship, the Casino Battle Royale, all this 10 match card. I am back with an esteemed colleague, wrestling legend, manager extraordinaire. If you didn't know, he used to be the manager of a a certain 16-time champion, John Cena, the creator of the briefcase in professional wrestling, the star maker, the king, Kenny Bolin.
1: Sorry, I was running a little late today, but the men just got done installing my 75-gallon fish tank that you see behind you there. And it's at a bit of an angle, doesn't have the clarity that I see, but uh it's a bitch to feed all them. I'm telling you that right now. Can you say that this early in the morning?
0: I, I think I think they let you get away with anything, Kenny. I, you, I pretty, you, much, you, I pretty you, much
1: get by with murder. There's no doubt you, about
0: that. You got you got more stroke here than than me. That's for damn I, sure. I
1: I am <laughs> shocked that I was brought back a second time. So <laughs> everything from there on out is a bonus.
0: They're just like, "Hey, you get you have full range." But yes, you are with me to discuss AEW all out which is this Sunday from Chicago, Illinois, the Now Arena. It is sold out for a huge 10 match card from AEW CM Punk's in-ring return for the first time in 7 years, but we want to hear not only our predictions and preview of this show, we want to hear yours, so of course, leave your predictions in the live chat if you're watching with us live on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter Uh, of course, you can send a Super Chat donation on YouTube and we will definitely highlight your comments before before we get into anything. I do want to take this time to, you know, send our deepest condolences and, you know, dedicate this preview to a loss in the wrestling community. Uh, Daphne Unger, aka Shannon Spro who passed away uh, yesterday, it was officially announced on Shimmer Woman Wrestling Twitter page. Uh, this it is, you know, anyone dealing with mental health or struggling right now, this is a time where the wrestling community is for you. If you do feel a alone you know know that you are loved and you are not alone i know you kenny you spent some time working with daphne right. do you have anything to say
1: well it just was one of the sweetest and kindest people that that i ever met in the wrestling business male or female she was just so nice and so sweet uh she was with us at OBW for a period of time once we moved into the new building and i just mainly knew her as the screamer i knew her uh, from a little bit in the wcw days and I, I have to admit when she was in character, that wasn't fun to be around. <laughs> That's creepland. She can hit a She could hit some notes that most people couldn't hit. but um, I remember getting a, a early morning uh, message from uh, my co-host on my show, JJ. Arwood. Wood. My son had read about it, and uh, we have so many people that we deal with on my show that that do suffer from mental illness, um, either either fans or participants on the show. And uh, anytime someone is threatening to take their life, man, you got to take it dead seriously. Uh, e- even if you think they're just trying to get attention, I was hoping this is what that was. But unfortunately, when you got a gun and I, I didn't see the Instagram post, I don't want to see it at this point. I-, I, think, I think that's ghoulish to go watch that. Um, and April Hunter was with us at OBW at that time. She wasn't on the roster, but she was with J.D. Michael. Uh, J.D. Michaels and she uh, another sweet beautiful smart person in the wrestling business that should have been with Ohio Valley Wrestling but for political reasons was not and uh, her and Daphne were very dear friends and I heard that April was desperately trying to get to her before anything bad happened and I just feel terrible not only for Daphne's family. I didn't know her real name till you just posted it here. I never ever learned anyone's real name to make sure you don't accidentally say it on television, and uh, so I'm just learning her real name here. But her, but her and uh, and April were very dear friends. You'll have to pardon my dogs in the background. The wa- the windows are wide open. Good weather down here in Louisville today, and they uh, if they see my son or anybody else walk by, they go nuts. So there you go
0: uh well, thank you for you know sharing those thoughts and you know being able to work with her you have a personal uh perspective on this and once again you know there are definitely resources out there if you're ever feeling alone uh there's the suicide prevention lifeline there's always some somebody or someone right. you could reach out to so we want to definitely let anyone know who's struggling or I suffering really-
1: I really wish that Daphne had reached out to April because if anybody could have talked her down, it would have been April. I've I've had it, it, probably five occasions that people have called me saying, this is it, Kenny, I'm done. Uh, going back to 2007 on and uh, I've used reverse psychology on them. I've showed compassion. I've done all kinds of different things to, to try and talk people down. Uh, it, it's just not a thought process I've ever had. I've never had a day, no matter how good or how bad, that I wanted to end it. So it's sometimes it's hard for me to relate, but I do have many family members and many friends that do deal with this. I've got family members that said, uh, I've I wanted to kill myself every day that I've been alive and somehow I get through it and somehow I don't. Um, and it's just, it's a very, very serious thing, man. And, and, uh, you know, screw any trollers in here that are making fun of that crap. Cause that it's dead serious, dead yeah, serious. Of course. As, uh, as we uh, found out the hard way yesterday. Yeah. And, it's,
0: it's, it's truly lost, I've truly lost couple,
1: I've lost a couple of wrestlers to that too so it, it's it's you know it's not good.
0: It's truly a sad thing. You know, we we definitely want to send our thoughts and prayers to any family or friends of Daphne and everyone in the wrestling community. This is a time where we can all come together. There's a lot of tribalism in the wrestling world when but when stuff like this happens, it kind of brings us all together and realize that there is more to all of this and we are a community and are a family. So, hopefully right. anyone else that's suffering or feels alone, they know that there are people out there for them. So to get back on to what this uh, this whole video is about, our pay-per-view preview, we're going to be talking all about AEW All Out 2021 preview and predictions, Kenny. Uh, I know you joined us after the first dance for, yeah. uh, for CM Punk with his debut for I AEW. Uh, what have been your thoughts on CM Punk's run with uh, AEW so far?
1: Well, kind of hard to say he's had a run yet because he hasn't done anything in the ring uh, other than to walk out and uh, and uh, take up a little bit of camera time. Um, I noticed that the second appearance didn't go anywhere near as huge and over the top as the first appearance. Number one, when you've been gone for seven years, there, there's a whole market out there, a section of the market that is just not familiar with who he is or why he's supposed to be a big deal. And then when you physically look at him in the ring, you're going what the hell who's who's he why is he here what's he doing and then of course you got your diehard fans that remember the drop the microphones and the promos and hey man he's one he's one of the better promos going there's no doubt about that yeah. um the ratings were nowhere near what a lot of people were predicting um i my guess was a 1.2 uh, I, I actually guessed a touch high myself i think i heard it came in at a 1.1. Uh, but the big thing is that the age demographic of uh 18 to 48, 18 to 49, um, hardly moved. It's it stayed right about the same. I think they said about 675 thousand viewers for that. Well, that's person. actually.
0: That's actually up from what they've been, and they've been oh, number was that one. Up? Okay. Yeah,
1: they've actually been number one
0: in the eighteen to forty-nine demo since CM Punk every week since CM Punk has uh, made his. Yeah, debut but I heard a lot of predictions. ADW. It
1: was I heard a lot of predictions. It was going to be in the millions though, and it didn't get anywhere near that.
0: Well, well, predictions are. Like, hard for are like opinions. Hard for one
1: person, yeah, it's hard for one person to. be. Well, we don't like opinions on this show. We like facts, and that's why I'm here. <laughs>
0: exactly exactly like i said opinions and predictions are like uh buttholes everyone has one so so you know i i i expected a lot of people to overestimate this but i think that it's pretty much been uh beneficial for aew so far they've gotten Uh they've been number one in the ratings they've been over a million on both uh rampage when cm punk debuted as well Uh as dynamite so Uh they're doing pretty well in those departments. But uh, as
1: I said on the show, let's see where they're at six weeks from now and if he can make a dramatic impact. uh, And we're getting a couple of different sources of information on that 18 to 49 thing because I heard it did not move the needle that much. They may have already been number one. I heard you mentioned that the event is sold out. All right. Would it have sold out without CM Punk? All right. Of course it would. So that didn't help you a bit. Wherever they was at was going to sell out anyway, uh, from what I understand. So. What else is he bringing to the table? Yay, yeah, he's selling a lot of shirts from what I hear. Uh, however much a percentage of that goes to the company, how much of that goes to him, I don't know. But w- normally when you bring in somebody, the, the two things you're looking to do is bring in additional television revenue and what are you doing to the house shows? What are you doing to the pay-per-views? And if they were already selling out, well, you pinned yourself in a corner there. You may have brought him in at the wrong time. You wait for a dip and then you make some adjustments because if you've already sold it out, now you've just added to the payroll. Now, how much more revenue is he bringing you? And that is yet to be seen. Yeah, other, than, shall, other than other than t shirt sales, of course.
0: We shall definitely see with this pay per view how it's going to pan out. But let's start with the. With the that'll plot. be
1: a, that'll be another good indicator. How much how much higher does the pay per view rate? I'm not buying it. I'm not paying that much money to watch anybody, so I'm not a good judge of that. But go right ahead. <laughs>
0: well we're gonna start with the with the pre-show the buy-in uh they're gonna they had a switch in the card it was originally supposed to be on the main show andrade versus pack uh due to travel issues packs not going to be on the show so the casino battle royale that was supposed to be on the buy-in is now on the main show so the buy-in is going to be in 10-man tag as it's going to uh-huh. be matt hardy private party and th2 of the hardy uh-huh. family office versus right. orange cassidy chuck taylor Wheel of Utah and Jurassic Express. This has all been uh, culminating with the feud between Orange Cassidy and Matt Hardy. That's been featured on Dynamite as well as Dark and Elevation over the last few weeks. Hardy Family Office has also been feuding with Jurassic Express. So it's bringing the two feuds with the HFO together into one big matchup. Get a lot of guys on this buy-in card. So who do you think wins HFO versus Best Friends and Jurassic Express?
1: well anything that orange cassidy is a part of that would be uh where my heart would be uh, to, to see something good happen there uh orange cassidy has been pointed out to me is the only star that they have on the show that gets dramatic attention outside of the wrestling business that you will see his videos yeah. his, his tweet uh outside of wrestling and 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 you 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 got to have that because you have you, you're always trying to build a new fan base, and apparently Orange Cassidy's that guy. So why he would be on a pre-show or a buy-in show or anything like that? I, I think he needs to at least be some featured talent on the show. Maybe because of these travel problems, uh, that is now going to happen. But uh, Orange uh, Orange Cassidy is apparently a big draw outside of the wrestling business just for what different he brings to the table. I didn't know anything about him until recently, but I'm entertained by him. I, I've got a certain best fr- uh, former best friend that doesn't seem to care too much for him, but he entertains the hell out of me. So, you know, I'm cool with it.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, that certain uh, best friend of yours is, of course, uh, Jim Cornette is not the biggest fan of uh, Orange How the Cassidy. hell did you
1: guess that? It's like I only had one friend. Come on. Yeah,
0: man. yeah. I mean, it's yeah. either him or Dutch, and Dutch hasn't said anything bad about well, uh, Dutch, Orange Cassidy. Well,
1: D- Dutch has never been a friend, trust me.
0: Well, damn. Well, damn. Just buried Dutch on the show. We did that last time. He would burying
1: me if I wasn't here. Does he bury me when I'm not on the show? Go ahead and tell me. Uh, uh,
0: okay. Occasionally. Occasionally. He, he loves you. He, he does, does it out know. of love. He I love
1: it. Dutch, too. He knows that. We have each other's personal phone numbers, and I prank call him all the time.
0: And, of and course, I, we want to hear... Your predictions as well in the live chat. We got a couple of people joining us already. We got Judy Wong saying uh, Kenny Bolin
1: fears vegetables. Uh, we that, got, that, that's the troller that we blocked on my show. <laughs> we got deep. Don't, don't read their comments unless they pay something. Do the, like we do on our hey, show. If they hey, pay we, something to get their comments read.
0: Of course, we're we're just showing love but, to the wo- but chat long as a tr-
1: long as a troller, uh, the one using my daughter-in-law's name over and over and over again is a troller. Block these idiots for me. Have some respect for your guest.
0: We got our r- recipe, Stephanie, from uh Dave. Thank you for that. We got uh South- I do
1: pay, I do pay to have friends, by the way. And it's a good thing I got a lot of money or I wouldn't have any friends. So thank you, Sports Kita. Thank you, sports. You and I, and I get go. paid by the troller as well, so that helps. Uh South Dakota's a big fan of our show. He's uh, uh re- he recently lost a friend to a daggum drive-by murder in, in South Dakota, and wow. he attends a lot of Nick Densmore shows up in uh South Dakota as well. So South Dakota's a pretty good guy we don't have we to block him we don't have to block him
0: <laughs> we got prague <laughs> uh saying great stuff Sid in and, and kenny thank you so much for joining us and of course like i said we want to hear your predictions for the card i'm gonna agree with uh kenny on this one and i'm gonna say uh best friends and jurassic express gets the victory over hfo and i just wanted to go. let you know uh kenny yeah. just to let you know our prediction yeah. records over the last yeah. two shows that we've done together money yeah. in the bank i was uh I believe seven and two. Okay. You you were six and three. Okay. And right. respectable and, for a show I normally don't watch. So all right. And SummerSlam, you were seven and three, and I was okay. nine and
1: one. Woo, look at you. I told you. I told you. I have an inside source. Got that. Got that. Mark power going for you, and that inside source. No, no, no. Not Mark power.
0: <laughs> it's it's when you when when you when you when mark you power. live when you live with someone that works at WWE headquarters. Yeah, that that can help.
1: That can help. <laughs>
0: It pays off for these predictions. But we're going to start off hot with one of the uh, top title matches. Uh, Another person from that used to be in WWE. It's going to be Miro, God's favorite champion, the Redeemer, the TNT champion versus Eddie Kingston. This is two of the best characters and best talkers in AEW. And they've Uh done a lot in minimum amount of time to hype up this uh, matchup. Their uh, 50-second video package on Dynamite was one of the best parts of the show. Eddie Kingston said he's going after Miro's neck due to the DDT being his Achilles heel over his last couple of title defenses while Miro says he won't lay down for anyone. The only person he lays down for is his hot wife in the hotel room. So, who is going to walk out of Chicago with the TNT
1: championship? The only only thing you've done for me there is who is his hot wife? That's all I want to know.
0: Lana. Lana, CJ Perry. yeah,
1: all right. Um, all right. Um, <laughs> you wow. sounded
0: disappointed by that, like, yeah,
1: was- yeah. Well, I was <laughs> just gonna leave it alone, leave it alone. Um, it, it's just a hotel room, I would rather stay out of We'll just leave oh, it. Oh, my goodness, Miro's a pretty good talent. Um, uh, I think he's doing more of what he was probably designed to do. Uh, that this guy I would think's a legitimate tough guy. Um. Wow. But but I think my son really likes Eddie Kingston quite a bit, and he's watched way more of this than I have. You know what? I'm going to go for, I'm going to, well, Meryl's the current champion, right? Yes. Well, let me step out on a plank and just go for an upset and, and uh, Kingston finds a way to win it.
0: All right, I'm gonna go with Miro to successfully defend. I feel like Miro's doing the the best work of his career, whether it be as a character on promos. So he's Mm -hmm. really been delivering for me. And I agree. I
1: I barely knew who he was when I saw him on there, going, who the hell's that? And then I realized who it was. I said, my God, maybe they should have tried that at the other company. Might, (laughs) Might have worked.
0: I mean, I mean, they, they did well when he first came in, when he yeah. was the, you know, the Bulgarian brew, you know, uh, putting up Putin and all that good stuff. But once he lost to your boy, John Cena, it was yeah. all kind of downhill. You know what I there. think the demise
1: of that character was over there? I, I think anytime you get on these reality shows and then you realize that Lana doesn't really speak with a Russian accent and and you see the behind the, 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 the nonsense, that, that's still a work. Yeah. Um, uh, but people want to think it's reality, and then you see this side of, of of these guys. I think it ruins the what what we're supposed to believe in ring. And sure. uh, once we once we realize she doesn't speak uh, with a Russian accent, then why do we why do we believe it when she comes out and does it on on the shows? You know, it so. is
0: it is true. It, it kind of noticed that out. a lot of
1: Hollywood actors that are known for being a certain character, you will rarely see them out of that character.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. they don't
1: want to ruin the on-screen perception. Well, I think wrestlers should probably take that a little bit more seriously too.
0: Well, well, we we're in, in this 2000- day and age, We're all yeah.
1: smart. All ex- ex- smart.
0: Ex- that's what I was going to say. It's 2021, and they don't seem to agree with that anymore. It seems. <laughs>
1: uh, but um, it, Victor Nash says that uh, he agrees with me that uh, Kingston wins because Miro's the one that called him out.
0: I I will say that I I you know I have a couple of friends on my. YouTube channel True Hill Heat. I have one that lives in Chicago. He's going to all out. I have one. I have a lot of them that live in New York, like me. That's two and more
1: friends than I thought you had. So that's pretty good.
0: I know. I have I have a bunch. You should go over and watch the channel. I'll, I'll invite uh, you on for sure. Um, but we we need something. September twenty second, we got our Arthur Ashe Stadium show in Queens, New York. It's yeah. the it's the most attended <laughs> event in AEW history. We need things like debuts and title change. If we're gonna have any Kingston win the TNT Championship. It needs to be in his home of New York City. I can't have mm-hmm. it happening in Chicago. Chicago's right. done enough. They're getting CM Punk's debut. Yeah. They potentially are going to get another former WWE champion, which we'll talk about potentially debuting on Sunday. They can't have Kingston, so that's why. Well, going I had with no, that. I had
1: no idea any of that uh, with the hometown and Arthur Ashe Stadium and all that. So I will agree with you on that. That would be the place to make that happen.
0: Absolutely. We got a super chat donation from Ozzy. Thank you, Ozzy, for joining us. He says, Rick needs a quarterback for his Bengals. I don't, where's Rick? What, 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 what? where's Rick at? In <laughs> hiding, in hiding. Anytime you're around. Anytime you're yeah,
1: pretty much when I'm around. I think there's a little something going on there. And by the way, let's thank Raiju, uh for me being here today. I uh pulled a Roddy Piper. I uh held them up for a bigger payday and uh, he came through at the very end. Uh let me check. Let me make sure. I mean, I um he said it was on It's there, yeah. Yeah, the extras in PayPal, so we're good. There you go. I was going to have to yell alone there for a minute, but oh You came through. He's uh, he's the man.
0: There you go, and he's in the live chat as well. Kenny Bolin is all elite. There you go. There you go. And and your son is here with us.
1: No, no, it's not. That's a troller. <laughs> That's <laughs> another troller. Trust me, my son wouldn't be caught dead here.
0: <laughs> well, well, well. Nice, nice of him to show appreciation.
1: I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, sure. the, and the only black person I fear is you. You're the only one. The rest of oh, them I'm pretty cool with. Yeah
0: thank you thank you we we love you we accept you in the hood um but yes we should talk about, about the another. It's
1: 61 years for me to get accepted in the hood
0: <laughs> we we should talk about this match here probably the the least anticipated matchup on this card <laughs> as it's gonna be qt marshall with the factory versus paul white the artist formerly known as big show who yeah. will be making his aew in ring debut right. this one This one started off because QT Marshall was abusing uh, Tony Schiavone's son, and uh, Big Show or Paul White made the save for his AEW Dark Elevation commentary partner and best friend in AEW, and it set up this... Grudge match here. Mm -hmm. Who takes the win? Paul White
1: versus QT Marshall. You might want to clarify in what way was QT Marshall abusing Big Show's son? We might want to clarify that. I I don't know.
0: He looked like he had a cramp. He wasn't selling too much. I mean, he gave him a diamond cutter uh yeah. and he was harassing tony shivani at the same time making him right. apologize to him so right, uh, right. that's why i put abuse because it's a yeah, a yeah. verbally verbal verbal
1: abuse is what you're going with yes not so much on the physical
0: it well he was on tony's son he gave tony's what? son a oh, diamond cutter
1: like, son okay i'm sorry yeah how how old is shivani's son
0: I think he's about thirty. He looked about thirty. <laughs> he
1: looked about thirty. I don't know. <laughs> can't we let can't we let Shabani's son kind of stand up for himself at, at age 30? Nope. No. No, no, nope. can't do that. All right. Nope. All right. Gotta okay. have Paul White. <laughs> Gotta have Paul White do it. All right. Uh I, I have a long history with Paul White. He was with me at Ohio Valley Wrestling for quite some time. Um, the other guy doesn't physically doesn't look like he has much of a I don't know much about QT Marshall. Uh, you said the least anticipated match on the show. It's the man's debut and basically right here on Sportskeeter we're saying nobody gives a damn. Nobody cares.
0: I'm just being honest. I like to be honest on these pay-per-view previews. I kind of yeah. said the same thing when we did our SummerSlam not- preview and we talked about Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie. This is You're the right. AEW equivalent.
1: I mean, Paul okay. White
0: versus QT Marshall. Well,
1: do we have uh, Paul White lose on his uh, debut? Did we do that?
0: I don't think he trying
1: trying to defend of uh, uh, Tony Shavani's son. I don't think if, if if you're any type of television writer whatsoever, you can't have Paul White defending Shavani's son come out on his debut and get his ass handed to him by somebody named Q.T. Marshall. So no, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give old Paul the edge in this one if nobody minds.
0: Tall Paul for the win, and we're gonna tall agree. We're He's gonna agree. Tall. He's forward me. He's he's about what seven, seven feet over yeah, seven. I'm, feet all, I'm, I'm only I'm
1: only six nine, hundred and eighty pounds. So yeah, he's way bigger than me.
0: You're pretty close. You're pretty close. Well, yeah, yes, I think we're both going with uh tall paul for this one. Let us know what you I couldn't can-
1: just pick all your picks and at least go even with you no matter what. And that way there I can you have go. you on here bragging about how you pick better than I do. I should just pick everything you do.
0: Two zero against Kenny Kenny Bowling. Hey, the I fact mean, I, I get
1: I, any of these right is a miracle.
0: So. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Not many people have an undefeated record against Kenny Bowling. That's all I'm going to say.
1: Not, yeah. not, not too many. That's all I'm going to
0: say. I'm, go, I'm going to take that to the grave. Uh, so yes, we're. Oh, a yeah,
1: hey, grave hey, might be quicker than you think if you keep beating me on these things. <laughs>
0: So we're both going with Tall Paul there, and of course, tall if you're Paul. watching, you're just joining us. Drop a like on this video, share this video on all your favorite. How, social how about, media how about not so right,
1: Tall White? How about that?
0: Not so right, Tall uh, Tall so Paul, right, White.
1: Paul White. There you go. Got to get that tall in there. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta let gotta people
0: get know. Tall. You know, Big Shell Tall Paul. I think I think yeah. this is this this works. They want the you know the catchy. We catchy want everybody
1: baby. to know how he's big. We want everybody exactly. To know tall, exactly tall, Paul. Got to right, get I'm, that I'm over.
0: A, Gotta get that power over. Uh, So yes, and of course, if you're new to the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button, hit the bell to stay notified for all the great content. There's Uh interviews, there's countdowns, there's podcasts, Inside the Cradle podcast. I'm going to be on there this week with Kevin Kellum and Rick Uchino. You also got me, Rick, and the legendary Dutch Mantel on Smack Talk later tonight after SmackDown and AEW Rampage. So a whole bunch of great content, including these pay-per-view previews, which we will continue and talk about the Casino Battle Royale, Kenny, as it's going to be 21 women in the ring over the top rope elimination with the winner becoming (laughs) the number
1: one. Sounds like date night at Kenny Bowen's house, 21 (laughs) women all battling to get out.
0: (laughs) There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> with, oh, yeah. with, with the winner getting a shot at the aew women's world championship uh already confirmed you got thunder rosa nyla rose julia hart big swole the bunny red velvet take conti penelope ford diamante or emmy sakura jade cargill kira hogan abaddon Kylin king layla hirsch and the 21st pick which is the joker card and usually that's a surprise in these casino battle royales so Mm. i'm gonna ask you for who you think the joker card is gonna
1: be kenny and who do you
0: think's gonna win
1: uh i tell you what why don't you give me three choices of who you think it is and i'll pick from the three give me your three choices of who who the surprise could be
0: i'm gonna give you four you because can't one, fine. one of them, one of them is kind of could could be combined, and maybe yeah. they have two spots available yeah, to them. Yeah, you pick four, but and I will at, pick
1: one of those four.
0: I'm talking about the the two that I would put together is the Iconics, Billy K mm. and uh Peyton Royce who are still free agents haven't signed with any promotion yet. You right. got also uh coming off of a Celebration of Women's Wrestling this past weekend, she put together a great card for NWA, Mickey James coming off mm-hmm. of Empower. Mm-hmm. maybe give her the moment in Chicago I and love celebrate Mick. women's wrestling. I love wrestling.
1: Mickey uh, worked with her for many years, a very uh dear, well dear friend when she was here and we still communicate from time to time
0: and then one person that i know you've told me before that you really like ruby soho aka the former ruby riot ruby riot yeah my son's a big
1: my son is a big fan of her work and uh i i didn't realize she got let go recently over at the at the competition right
0: Yes, she is officially a free agent as of uh, this week. So she is available to debut at AEW All Out. She's been doing vignettes on her social media, calling herself a runaway, teasing that uh, her next move. So out of those four picks, who do you think is going to be the Joker? Wow,
1: I I think I think any of them uh, would probably be a pretty good pick. Uh, I, I think the bigger impact would be Mickey James because she's she's got the best history uh, of all of them the iconics uh can't call them that we're gonna have to call them something else I mean you could they, bring you can bring them out together but you're gonna have to call them something else so
0: they have trademarked the name the inspiration
1: mm-hmm
0: that's, well that's we what all they, they we, we all
1: have we all have to have a nickname don't we uh, <laughs> I got to thought a little bit harder on that one um yeah I am going to go with Mickey James just cuz I love her she's a sweet person uh, as good as they get and uh, I'd like to, I'd like to see that happen for her and uh, at least I think at least everybody in the crowd knows who that is not that they don't know who the iconics are or Ruby um and what's Ruby going to go by do we know what Ruby's working name is going to be
0: are her the name she's chosen is Ruby
1: Soho uh I actually used to work with a girl in OVW named Soho uh, beautiful beautiful young lady who I think is still doing some work today uh so we've already had a Soho here but hey why not let's have two of them uh, God
0: when is that when does that ever stop <laughs> yeah
1: when does that ever stop anyone uh, I'm gonna go with Mickey James just just uh just from my heart and I, I'd be happy for her to see that happen uh so I'll go with Mickey who you got narrow around
0: the one. I'm actually going to agree with you. I think that this is a perfect spot for Mickey James to come in to, uh-huh. you know, make an appearance. I don't think that she's going to be full-time or you know no, a lot of appearances no, for so. AEW. She's really been connected to NWA. She's been making appearances for Impact Wrestling as well. Uh-huh. I think this is a perfect spot for her, but I don't think she's going to win.
1: Who do you think is going Oh win? no, no. Definitely yeah. def- definitely won't be the winner. I'm I'm gonna go with Thunder Rosa. That that's uh my my son is very very high on her. We're we're trying to get her on the bowling alley. Uh, she has uh, had me contact her email. We're trying to get a date set up. I'd love to have her on. Uh, so i I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Thunder Rosa.
0: You're just giving me alley-oops to to say I've done something that you haven't done. I've had Donda Rosa on my YouTube channel twice. I've interviewed her. I've interviewed her twice. I've done work with her or her organization, or independent promotion, Mission Pro Wrestling as well. So she's doing great things. I'm going to tell
1: you you why that's happened. I think it's easy for her to do a show with you and not be sexually attracted to the host. And I think it's very difficult for her to do mine. So she it, is a it, married
0: woman. I'm a married man. Has There's that nothing. ever
1: stopped anybody from being sexually attracted to me? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Hey, hey, Asuka, Asuka, calm it down. Calm it down. I will be there. Just calm down.
0: I think it's the ski jacket. The ski jacket the ski turns them jacket.
1: off. <laughs> yeah, I wore it again just in case. You'll have been a lot of flooding going around. I want to be ready, you know, in case the water comes through that window. It's been a lot of flooding feet, where I am <laughs> 22 feet above the street and I'm on the ground floor, but Hey, you know, gotta have that ski jacket ready.
0: We got uh, one of our good friends over from the True Hill YouTube channel slamming Sammy Joe saying he thinks the inspiration is going to be the uh the Joker card here. Or uh, we got Victor Nasty and Tessa Blanchard, which is an uh-huh. interesting uh pick there. Uh, Even Raju saying, do you guys think Tessa Blanchard could show up? I don't think so with AEW. AEW has kind of been staying, steering clear of Tessa Blanchard because of the controversy surrounding her. Do you think that – um? Well- well, well Maybe bring, bring me
1: ring me up to date what what's controversy has been surrounding Tessa Blanchard
0: well last year before she won the uh, Impact World Championship it was revealed that she had a lot of uh, backstage issues when she was in Japan for Stardom. Uh she used the N-word against La Rosa Negra. Oh,
1: she oh. also
0: she also had backstage uh, problems when in her time in WWE as well. That's why WWE wow.
1: hasn't been too too Well imagine know, imagine somebody with the last name Blanchard having backstage heat. Hmm, that's a shock. You um, know. Wow. Seems like
0: a chip off the um, whole block. Well, I
1: tell you what, I tell you what, anybody that hires somebody that used the N word against somebody backstage, uh, there should be a mass walkout. There should be a mass walkout. If you care anything about your fellow workers, I guarantee you uh, uh, that crap would not fly at OVW. If somebody pulled that and, and then we hire them, put them on the show. No, no, I did not realize that. I don't know the young lady, uh, but that's uh, uh, keeping it as clean on the show as I can. That's BS. I, I might have some other opinions on my show. Uh, that'll be a little bit more vocal, but that that's crap and that they should have a walkout if they bring her in. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. I mean, to be in private and to think you're going to get by with it. I know that Cornette was recorded saying the word quite a few times and he had no idea he was being recorded. All right. And a lot of a lot of his fans made excuses for him. Well, it was the 90s. I don't know, young man. Uh, was it cool to say that word in the 90s? You would probably know. Uh, no, no. I it was. no, I don't think it was. And I don't. So I'm irked anytime you hire anybody uh that has that history. Uh that that bothers the hell out of me. I did not know this about her. I don't know how that one escaped me. But like I said, uh someone named Blanchard having backstage heat and being inappropriate. Um wow. Uh how the how she didn't get her ass beat that night's what I wanna know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I did hear that it did get physical with La Rosa Negra, but it never really came out until before she won the Impact World Championship. And then she had a bad falling out with Impact, where she kind of held their belt hostage last year when she wouldn't come back from Mexico. She wouldn't even send promos into the company. So I think that the AEW understands the black mark that Tessa has put around her name, and that's Uh why they haven't signed her yet. I could see a place like NWA taking a chance on her maybe an Mm -hmm. ROH, but not AEW and not WWE anytime soon. Uh, We got a couple of different picks here. We got Michael uh, saying uh, Julia Hart surprise winner. He also has a pretty good prediction here saying Ruby debuting in the New York show. I totally agree with you there because she has been teasing that she is going to be taking a train to New York City and it would make sense for her to Mm -hmm. debut there. And then some love for Kenny here. We got Beep saying uh, Kenny is too funny, man. Love the guy. See, you're getting some Love.
1: Well, if you, if you can just win one out of every 100 fans over, that's not bad. So, you know, when when you carry on the way I do, if you can just get one out of 100, that's not so bad. And <laughs> I saw I saw one idiot in here wanting to know um, uh, why would you know uh, anything about someone saying the N word? What I'm saying is let me give you a, a perspective. If Sports Keta hired somebody uh, in the four man booth that is known for using the N word, do you stay on the show? Nope. No, of course not. No. Of course not. You stand up for your rights and you, and, and you say, blow me. And then you go off and do something else. So that, that's what I'm saying. And um, uh, so that's the point I'm trying to make is that uh, you got to stand up for yourself. And me, I would support you and I wouldn't do the show either. And I would think Dutch would probably be the same way. So there you go. You lose three of us by doing something so stupid. Exactly. So.
0: That's great point. points. I, I respect you for that. I'm I, although she's my favorite wrestler to get back on on the page on this matchup, although she's my favorite wrestler Thunder Rosa. I uh-huh. can't pick her because it's I don't feel it's the right time to go back yeah. to the Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker storyline because that's like their money feud right now after their right. match of the year candidate earlier this year. So I'm going with Tay Conti. I feel like they've been putting a spotlight on her. She's been on Rampage and Dynamite over the past week. She got a big win against Penelope. P Ford on uh, this week's episode of dynamite. And it seems like that's a good spot for her to win here and then go on inverse Britt Baker in a headline matchup in Arthur Ashe stadium in New York in three weeks. So I, I,
1: I picked Thunder Rosa cause I like her and, uh, and you know, what may, you know, way more about the background stuff than I do. So I, I will defer to you and we'll see if that pick comes through. Not, not a What's bad pick.
0: No, not a bad pick by you either. Thunder Rosa is one of the favorites to win this one for sure. By the
1: way, I also block everybody that calls me bro. So you might be wanting to exercise that <laughs> block, but don't call me bro. Don't call me bro. I'm
0: not Ban hammer Banhammer is coming out quick on this edition of the pay-per-view preview. But let's talk about another big time matchup as it's gonna be AEW versus New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's gonna yeah. be John Moxley, who's made a challenge out to any member of the New Japan roster. And the person uh-huh. that has answered the call is Satoshi Kojima, the former uh world champion, heavyweight champion for New Japan Pro Wrestling, IWGP uh-huh. heavyweight champion, former triple crown champion. For all Japan pro wrestling, a legend in Japan will be versing John Moxley. This is sure to be hard hitting. This is sure to be a really good matchup. And I'm going with John Moxley to win this one. What about you, Kenny? Uh,
1: I need to address Raiji real quick. He says they can't have me on the Russo show. Uh, Whoever hired somebody that has used that word on the Russo show uh, should be ashamed of themselves. And you're right. If there's somebody on the show that has used that word in public uh, or private that's known, uh, you're right. I shouldn't be on that show because it would be very, very controversial and would th- not go th- in the favor.
0: I think he's more talking about Russo saying bro uh, 47 <laughs> times on each okay. show.
1: I thought he meant they had hired somebody that had used the N-word. Like, well, shame on you. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I, uh, as a matter of fact, Russo is the only one that gets a pass. Russo, he can't help himself. It's a medical condition. So, yeah, he can call me bro. He's it. <laughs> I thought he was going back to something I said previously about someone well, who the hell did they hire on Russo's show that's doing that. And shame on everybody involved.
0: <laughs> shame <laughs> and, on everyone. <laughs>
1: shame on everyone. And shame on Russo for saying bro so much. He needs to tone that down a little bit. He, he would have to go to a hospital if you told him he couldn't say bro. I, I challenged him to a promo contest. I said, but you can't say bro. Pick any word I can't say. And I and if I say it, I lose. But you can't say, bro, and he wouldn't even do it. He'd lose. He would lose immediately.
0: Who so. you <laughs> <He would lose laughs> who you got in this one, Kenny? Uh, Moxley or Kojima?
1: Oh boy, you know my opinions on Moxley, and I also saw uh, apparently Tony Khan just raving and blowing uh, Moxie publicly, uh, even though this is a safe show, according to Raiju. Uh, you all see something I don't. I, he might be smart. I don't know. I've never talked to the man. I don't know anything uh, about what he knows and what he doesn't know. There's just something about him that I do not buy. Never bought it in WWE. I thought he was the weak link when it come to uh, to the, uh, the shield. Um, when I heard he was coming here, I went like, who cares Uh, when he was going to AEW. And like I said, he might be the nicest guy in the world. He might be the biggest asshole in the world. I have no idea. I just do not buy that character. Not that some people don't. Like you said, this is an opinion show. These are just opinions and he might be a nice guy. I just don't buy that character. And, uh, but with Tony Khan on his knees, giving out all that praise, I I don't know how you have John lose now. I mean, this is this is the match and, and he's the and he's the one that shows up for all the matches every week, and uh, the other guy does not. Correct? Yeah,
0: I mean, Kojima is from yeah. New Japan Pro Wrestling. He lives in Japan. He's coming yeah. over for. Or no, uh,
1: they're not giving him anything.
0: Yeah, I, don't, I think that this is all building to Moxley versus Tadahashi. So it makes sense for Moxley to win here he to went set up there that
1: match, put another notch on his belt, so to say. Hey, he, what, what, he is, uh, what, what is Dutch's opinions on John Moxley? I, I know that we gave um, the guy in the WWE a lot of heat. Uh, uh, the Irish guy, what's his name? Help me out.
0: Uh, uh, Claymore, <laughs> Claymore. Oh, uh, Drew McIntyre.
1: Drew McIntyre. Is Ireland right? Am I right on Ireland?
0: Scotland. Scotland. That's close. That's in the ballpark.
1: That's on the same planet, same half of the planet. <laughs> Scotland. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dutch said he couldn't get heat if he doused even uh, gasoline and lit him on fire. That, that's how I view Moxley. C- kind of the same thing.
0: Jesus, Jesus. Yeah. I, I've only heard Dutch be that harsh on uh, Baron Corbin, which I totally <laughs> respect him for. Well, he was
1: al- he was also that harsh on uh, on uh, Mister Scotland. Sorry, Ireland. Didn't mean to dump that on you guys.
0: You know, to each his own. It's pretty close. Yeah. Pretty close in Park. Yeah. And Paul Park. We we got a couple of picks from the last match. Orb Effect uh, says Anna J. Yes, I forgot to say Anna J. is in this match. She's returning. That is a pretty good uh, pick. To you know, she's just returning. She might come in here. Uh, Paul says he thinks Moxley is going to win this one hands down. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. Sadly, I have to agree, especially after seeing everything Tony Khan was saying yesterday. It was all over Sports Kita. There you go. I nearly canceled my subscription just because of all those quotes
0: we also got uh Ben Richardson saying uh Moxley will win but uh it will it would be a bloodbath and uh Rajut says or is he was uh Dutch talking about drew McIntyre or was he talking about Sheamus? that
1: Sheamus is from iron I thought he was talking about drew McIntyre yeah you said
0: claymore that's why I said drew
1: I thought you were talking about drew McIntyre. yeah I thought he was I thought he was talking about drew McIntyre but but Sheamus is also in that category too. I think the only reason he's got a job is because Triple H likes to work out with him. I, I have absolutely less than no use. And my son, who is a, a profound wrestling expert, uh, probably studies it 100,000 times more than I do, feels exactly the same way. We both couldn't possibly be wrong. Hey, Take Triple hey, H out of the equation, and I don't think he would be there as many years as he's been there. Might be a nice guy. have no idea. doesn't matter. Who can make me money on a wrestling show? Who do fans care about on my wrestling show? I don't think anyone gives a crap. Hey, I know people and, that and, give and a Sheamus crap about me, John Moxley. She, Sheamus couldn't beat me in a popularity contest if nobody voted, but his immediate family. So I just want to get that out there as well.
0: I, I know people care about Moxley, but you may have a point with Sheamus. I'll, I'll give you that. Sheamus is a good worker, but not too many people are asking to see him wrestle. Uh, nope. We will move on to someone that people are saying they want to see wrestle. I keep
1: forgetting that every time I bury somebody on here, it's a big quote on Sports Keaton. It looks like I hate everybody, so <laughs> they're gonna, this they're is going to be a great show for me.
0: They're going to read a whole article about how, how <laughs> WWE legendary manager hates Sheamus. <laughs>
1: And that's what it'll be, too. So <laughs>
0: we got to talk about one of the Good. top
1: stars of it's gonna A- be about eighteen wWE stars outside my door wanting to settle up with me here soon. <laughs>
0: Awesome. Uh, One of the top stars for AEW, the AEW Women's World Champion, Britt Baker, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, will go one-on-one with the undefeated since her return from injury, Chris Statlander. Chris Statlander earned this opportunity by defeating Nyla Rose a couple of weeks ago on Dynamite. It was actually Britt Baker that injured Chris Statlander that took her out of action for over eight months, and this is a big-time matchup for the AEW Women's World Champion championship i'm gonna pick first and i'm gonna say i don't see Britt baker losing this title like i said she's one of the top stars in aew this seems like the easiest pick out of all yeah. the matches here what do you I got getting,
1: Kenny? i was getting ready to say if i'd ever heard of the young lady named chris who spells her name with a c that's pretty rare normally if it's female it starts with a k so i've no, already it's got a it's
0: a k that was okay oh,
1: i didn't say, throw the graphic back up for me can you do that yeah yeah throw that graphic Okay. Okay. The K looked like an R there for a minute. Uh, All right. My bad. My bad. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to pick her now that I see her name starts with a K. No, no. I think Britt Baker hands down without a doubt. I didn't see the K. Uh, When your glasses are this dark and when your future is as bright as mine, you just can't go around without glasses this dark. I'm telling you. It's
0: true. It's true. Um, <laughs> uh, we got a couple of opinions here on what you just said. Uh, Slam Sammy Joe says Mox is my boy, I don't care who he's wrestling, I'm rooting for Mox. Wow, and then, wow, and then, that's, and then that's there's sad.
1: that's just sad. <laughs> Maybe we can get him some help. <laughs> <laughs> uh we got Joe rich there's, there's, uh, me, there's medication for people that feel that way we'll see what <laughs>
0: we got joe rich saying shamish draws plenty of booze every week yeah uh, so they're
1: pissed he's on the card that's why they're booing him yeah. like why are you taking up space on this card we got other people that would actually can work can get some heat or maybe get a baby face response it's, 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 it's x-pac heat they want him to go home then we're on the other end hand- from the goddamn card
0: on the other end of the spectrum, you got Pratt-Yay says, it's more fun watching paint dry than a Sheamus match.
1: Well, that's obviously a pretty smart person there. Uh, <laughs> Way to go, Beebs. <laughs> Thank God somebody with some intelligence is watching this show.
0: And then, and then yeah, Beebs also says, I'd rather, I'd rather watch paint dry than a full Beebs, Sheamus can I match come
1: over to your house and watch the paint dry? I mean, only, hell, it sounds. Because eventually, eventually it will dry, and that's going to be an historic moment when that happens. It may not drive before the end of the Seamus match, but it will eventually drive.
0: He says only good thing he uh, he did was beat uh, Brian in seconds and inadvertently start the yes movement. Seems like a nice guy, though. See, he had to save it in that. and seems like a nice guy, though.
1: Yeah, probably is. <laughs> probably
0: well, is. And you know what
1: they say about nice guys? They finished last.
0: There you go. Someone who's not a nice guy is certain Maxwell Jacob Freeman. And he's going to go one-on-one with Chris Jericho, the Mm -hmm. final fight. If Chris Jericho loses, he will never wrestle again in Mm -hmm. AEW. This was Mm -hmm. all been a part of a long feud between the two men that started on the dynamite right after all out last year, the two men bonded. Uh, they had dinner debonair, then MJF defeated Chris Jericho to join the inner circle. Uh, but it was all a ploy by mjf to learn how stables work in aew and he created his pinnacle stable with ftr sean spears Tully blanchard and wardlow on the backs of the inner circle he then defeated uh he was the man who was responsible for the pinnacle defeating uh the chris jericho's inner circle at blood and guts on may 5th uh followed up after that inner circle got their win back in the stadium stampede two at double or nothing but chris jericho wanted a one-on-one match with MJF. So he set him up with the labors of Jericho where Jericho defeated Sean Spears, Nick Gage in a no rules match, Hoover Guerrera Guerrero in a match where he had to make a move from the top rope. Juventud Guerrero. And then uh, he defeated Warlow to get his match with MJF, where MJF defeated him on August 18th episode of Dynamite, tapping Chris Jericho out for the first time in AEW. Chris Jericho wanted one more match with MJF so he could finally beat him. And he said that he was willing to put his career on the line. MJF says that it's cool that he made Chris Jericho tap out, but it would be legendary if he ended the career of Chris Jericho. So MJF MJF is 3-0 and against Chris Jericho, mm-hmm. but who wins here, Jericho and MJF,
1: in the final fight? Game. Why don't you pick, and then I'll tell you why you're wrong.
0: <laughs> I'm going with Chris Jericho to win this one. Yeah. I mean, I, I would love for MJF to get one more win over him, but, yeah. you know— Baby faces usually win in the end in a lot of different views throughout wrestling history. And it seems right. like that is a theme that uh AEW is following as well. Chris Jericho does probably have a couple of more years.
1: Because I did a show at Six Flags with a cornet booked and I think we had nine matches on the card. Baby faces went nine and oh. I said, why? He said, well, we want to send them home happy. I said, well, couldn't we just have the baby face baby win the main event? Do <laughs> <of laughs> we have to give them the whole damn card? <laughs> I hey, hey why come if you know the baby faces are going to win every damn match?
0: Hey, so, I picked Miro. I picked uh Britt Baker. I've kicked a couple of heels so yeah, far. Yeah, yeah. But this um, one, I think Jericho's winning. Who do you got? So,
1: so, we don't have any inside information from corporate that Jericho is re signed with the WWE. We got no backstage information on that, right? No, uh, Jericho did lead with the, with the opening. Well, if I lose, I'll just go to the commentary booth. Well, I don't recall anybody offering him the job full time, so um. I personally don't feel that Jericho is ready to shut it down. But then again, this would be a great way to slide out of it if you don't want to do it uh, full-time and focus on your music career and what have you. But I am uh, going to say uh, we're going to pass the torch. We're going to pass the torch. And uh, MJF is going to go 4-0. Well, there you go. Just Just because I don't want to agree with you on everything.
0: I appreciate that. Um, To answer this question, uh, Don Dada says, MJF, great character, but I couldn't tell you his finisher if I had a gun to my head.
1: And you know what? That's great because I don't think we need to know. the uh, What was Jerry Lawler's finisher? Jerry the King Lawler, what was his finisher?
0: I thought it was the power driver. It was the power driver for years. But
1: but, but the power driver is illegal in Memphis. He he, he had to use that very selectively. Then he started
0: started using the, the fist drop off the second rope.
1: Mm-hmm. And then what else has what else did he do?
0: That's that's all I remember him winning matches with fire. <laughs> that's true. Fire. Yeah, so fire quite a bit. To the, to the Also fingers.
1: illegal. Got to be very selective, and when you throw that out, uh, fist drop off the middle rope, or just drop the strap, and knock the crap out of somebody. Uh, the strap became a part of it at one point once he became babyface. I remember once when he was a heel, he, I said, Well, what's he going to do now? He can't drop the strap as a heel. That's not going to matter. Well, I was wrong. He dropped the strap. Dundee had beaten him into the corner, and, he, and Lawler's getting mad and he drops the strap. What do you think happened next when Lawler pulled the strap down as a heel? He got booed? <laughs> no, no. He dropped the strap, but Dundee had beaten him up so bad he fell forward on his face and got nothing. <laughs> That's a, that was so actually a great proved me wrong. He didn't pull the strap down. He just got nothing out of it once he did. He just pulled the strap down and went and just did the flare flop to his face and that was the only time we ever saw Lawler drop the strap as a heel.
0: There you go. Uh yeah, and Joe Ridge. But I think the question if
1: you can't name a guy's finisher. But uh, but then again, in this day and age of mortal combat wrestling, everybody's got to finish him. You know, you gotta gotta have
0: have, a finisher, but uh, uh, Joe Ridge actually mentions it. It's the salt of the earth arm bar, which he defeated Chris Jericho with. He's also
1: none of us can remember it. It's the salt of the earth arm bar. That's why none of us know what the hell it is. Except you. I do. You for I do. I do.
0: I, I saw him beat Chris Jericho with it. Made him tap out. What you want me to forget that? Well, uh, so no, cool. it's,
1: it's the fact that you knew it was the salt of the earth armbar. See, in my neck of the woods, we just call it an armbar. Salt so. of the
0: earth. Salt of the earth. Salt it's not a, earth. it's not a regular armbar. It's the salt of the earth
1: armbar. Yeah, it's the salt <laughs> of the earth armbar. that new enhanced version. There
0: you go. Uh, this one right here might be the match of the night, as it will be inside of a steel cage. The Young Bucks will defend the AEW World Tag Team Championships against the Lucha Bros. It was two years ago at All Out 2019. Did you just call them the
1: Lucha Bros? Are, you, are yeah. you just trying to piss me off?
0: The Lucha Bros. The Lucha, the Lucha,
1: Lucha Bros. <laughs> right. Russo's favorite team, by the way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, they they defeated the Young Bucks back at All Out 2019 in the Escalera la Morte ladder match, one of the greatest matches in all elite wrestling history. Uh, these guys got, they were in a great series of matches to start off AEW in 2019, but they haven't first faced each other since All Out 2019. This is their first matchup, the two teams against each other in two years. Lucha Bros a earned this opportunity by defeating the Varsity Blonde and Jurassic Express in the AEW World Tag Team Title Eliminator Tournament, and now they get the big match. It's inside of the steel cage because the Young Bucks have made a habit of using the Elite, the Good Brothers, uh, Brandon Cutler, Kenny Omega, Don Callis, Michael Nakazawa, and whoever else they can use to to retain the AEW World Tag Team Title, so this is going to be the two teams straight up inside that huge steel cage that we saw on Dynamite this week, so who wins this one, and Um, I'm scared for for the health of these two teams because I think they're going to do something insane inside this steel cage.
1: Wouldn't doubt that a bit. I'm going to pick uh, um, the Young Bucks because it'll piss Cornette off, so I'll just pick them.
0: Wise decision. Wise decision. (laughs) I I think either way, Cornette's going to be pissed by this. uh, More so if the Young Bucks win. Probably right. I'm gonna go with the Lucha Brothers. I think this is the perfect opportunity to transition the tag team titles. The Lucha Brothers are one of the best tag teams in the world, and they haven't been given the opportunity to be the AEW World Tag Team Champions. In your yet. opinion,
1: are are your in your opinion are they uh, dramatically better than the Young Bucks? As
0: no, a tag? I, I nope. would say these are the two best tag teams they, in they're, they're professional wrestling I, today. I, but, I don't yeah, know much
1: about the Lucha Bros. The Bros. You can call them the bro. Lucha,
0: Lucha Brothers if you if you like,
1: bro. No, I like Bros. Gives me a reason to dislike them. Here come the Lucha Bros. Oh well, god.
0: Well, Penta El Zero Mirdo is more of like the charismatic of the during, two.
1: I hope they pin them during the entrance, just, uh, entrance, just not to waste any time with the Lucha Bros. There you go.
0: There you go. He's the more charismatic of the two with the mm-hmm. Zero Metal, and uh, he's the more brutal of the two with his arm breaking right. and stuff. While Ray Phoenix is like if Ray Mysterio got into a a time machine and went back to when he was 28 29 years uh-huh. old that's uh-huh. Ray Phoenix basically he's one of the best high flyers and he's a little taller than Ray Mysterio and my, my advice
1: is uh, my advice is don't break the arm of your opponent because you might have to work them again the next night and uh you know I I just I'd shy away from breaking the opponent's arm and for those of you that believe they might break their arm not a good idea kind of kind of kills the card <laughs> kills future work <laughs> keep breaking arms nobody to work
0: You want to have good matches with them
1: again? Yeah,
0: yeah. We we got Joe Ridge. I guess you can break
1: the other arm the next night. You know, just bring the one arm. They could be the one arm bandits the next night. We could do that. There you go. We could get two matches out of them that way. Anyway,
0: we got Joe Ridge saying Ray Phoenix and Penta are the best tag team hands down. Don Dada saying this is the only title changing hands, and I tend to agree with him. We will get to the final championship match that's on this card as the Young Bucks partner in the Elite Kenny Omega will yes. defend the AEW World Championship with Don Callis in his corner against the Impact World Champion Christian Cage. Uh Christian Cage uh defeated Kenny Omega on the first episode of AEW Rampage to win the Impact World Championship to end his belt collecting as far as in Impact Wrestling and uh-huh. it was a great Great and excellent matchup to kick off the rampage era, but they're gonna get a little bit more time here. And does Christian's undefeated streak in AEW continue, or does Kenny Omega retain the title and possibly become the longest reigning AEW world champion in their history? Who wins here, Kenny or Christian?
1: Um, I would think it would be idiotic to have Christian Cage win it. I am um I I like Christian. I've interviewed him uh, in person before on an old show that I used to do years ago. And him and edge were just as nice as they could be. Uh, they called me out for that. They had won the world titles the night before in WWE. And I didn't know it. I said, do you guys have plans to go on after the WWE titles again? Christian looks at me. He says, Kenny, we won them last night. I said, Christian, I didn't know that I don't follow the house shows. They won them at a house show. So I didn't know. So he called me out for not knowing they were already the champs, and they were at Freedom Hall that night. But now he's a pretty cool guy. Um, but I I think uh, a lot of people feel the company is Kenny Omega. Um, I think the the person that should break a streak probably should be Kenny Omega. And if I'm not mistaken, it's Kenny Omega and and uh, my uh, my old OVW buddy there, uh, 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 Mr. Rhodes, uh, part owners of the company, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, the the young bucks, Cody Rhodes and Kenny Omega are the EVPs. Yeah, of, uh, do we MVP. have do
1: we have any reason that we have to have Christian Cage win that match? Can you think? Can, can you give me one reason why he's got to win it?
0: I, I would if he didn't already win the Impact World Championship. I mean, mm-hmm. you you gave him the winning there to kind of now is, is, it is this
1: ti- is this title versus title?
0: No, it's for the AEW World. Then
1: Championship. Christian ain't winning. No, Christian's not winning.
0: Yeah, I think I think that we are gonna be in agreement here. Kenny Omega to get the victory and become the longest reigning AEW world champion. Christian was the first guy who's defeated Kenny Omega in over uh-huh. two years in a sanctioned matchup, uh, since Pac defeated him in 2019. Pac was also the last guy who has pinned Kenny Omega in their Iron Man match last uh-huh. year, February 2020. But uh-huh. Kenny Omega went over eighteen months without taking a loss and it was to Christian Gage. I don't wow. think he should take another one here at no, all I, no, I, think I agree. I Kenny agree. defends the title.
1: My son's gonna be pissed if this happens. So no, we're gonna we're gonna go with Kenny Omega. Plus his it's name's good. Kenny and he's damn near as cute as me. So there
0: you go. There you got go.
1: That going got that
0: going we, we we need our graphics department to put, you know, Kenny Bowling's head on Kenny Omega and it'll be perfect.
1: You know, it might just, make him even a little bit cuter. I mean, if you know. think about it. Yeah, if you think about it. There we go. Yeah, Let's get on that graphics. We got to get the female. The the female
0: viewers. We got to get the female viewers up. uh, The 18 to 49 female viewers. And that's how you do it. Well, I'm I'm, I've
1: I I can bring you about a thousand Filipino women to the show anytime you want. But it's a little late for them. It's 11 o'clock at night for them. They go to bed at dark. No one gets dark in the Philippines. What, like six? About, about four forty-five in the afternoon, the sun goes down. Jesus, it's dark early there. It's like All living right. in Maine. It's like living in Maine. <laughs> it's dark early.
0: So we started yeah. off the show talking. What well, about- in
1: Maine is worth the sun shining on? Really? I mean, do we even need sunshine in Maine? Really? I don't think so.
0: Not really. Well, we started off
1: twenty-three hours of darkness in Maine. It's like Alaska.
0: We started off the show talking about this gentleman and we will end the show talking about this gentleman in any other scenario. I think the AEW World Championship should main event a show, except when CM Punk is returning for the first time. Wait a minute. Years. That's on the card, too?
1: Yes, I it is. Wow.
0: Yes, it is. Yes, it
1: is. CM- I thought we were done. I was ready to wrap it up.
0: CM Punk will make his AEW in ring debut against Darby Uh, Allen it was at at the first dance that CM Punk made his AEW debut his return to professional wrestling for the first time in seven years he said that he wanted to verse the young guys in AEW and at the top Mm. of his list was Darby Allen Darby Allen accepted the challenge Uh, these two men have said a lot of good things about each other CM Punk said if he was 15 years old Darby Allen would be his his favorite professional wrestling wrestler and and Darby Allen said when he was 15 years old CM Punk was his favorite professional wrestler so this oh. is a a bout of respect but Darby Allen says that he's gonna beat CM Punk in Chicago or die trying so who oh. wins this one Punk well or we don't Darby want anybody
1: King? to die in the ring we've had enough bad news this week so let's not have that um, I had a discussion with, uh, th- about this with my son earlier this week, and I felt this is what I would have done if, if they would allow me to book it. And I don't even like booking, but if I were allowed to book this, I would have had punk come in and who in their right mind thinks that CM punk came back to AEW just so he could wrestle Darby Allen. That's the guy he wanted bull. Get ready to bleep me. Shit. Bullshit. That is, he should have, come, he should have wanted Jericho, even though they wrestled each no. other. Each other. Now, hang on, hear mm-hmm. me out before you interrupt me. Maybe, so maybe someone, maybe one of the other bigger, bigger stars that he has wrestled, Maybe has he wrestled Kenny Omega? I guess maybe no, he, he has. He no, well, no. no, you come back after Kenny Omega, then you come back after the known star, the known champion, and then Darby sticks his nose in it. No, no, no. Give me a chance. Give me. And, but, but no, you're not coming back to pick this guy out of the rafters standing next to Sting. I totally disagree with that. That he should, because Punk should have had no interest in him. And then when he finally talks himself into a match with Punk, he beats Punk. Punk elevates him. If Punk comes back after seven years and beats Darby, he's done nothing for Darby. Darby has to win because he cannot come back after seven years ring rust and all, and then you think this guy's so great, and then you come in and beat him. Well, you just proved, well, I can take seven years off and beat your ass, so you've proved nothing. He ha- Darby has to win, and they shouldn't have given Darby the first match anyway. Darby should have earned that match. He is not of the status of a Kenny Omega, a Chris Jericho, or countless others that you can name on that card. Now, you obviously disagree with me, so what's yes. in this show right? Tell me why you disagree with me, and I'll once again tell you why you're wrong, but go ahead.
0: Because this shows that CM Punk has his finger on the pulse of professional wrestling and AEW because Darby Allin is the guy that, uh, you know, Kenny Omega is a is a top star. He's the AEW world champion. Chris Jericho uh-huh. is a legend uh-huh. in the business. John Moxley was the AEW world champion during the well, pandemic. Well, let's not but
1: be Darby
0: Allen, Darby Allen in 2021 has been responsible for the top-rated main events on AEW Dynamite. He You're proved kidding, himself man. to be a ratings draw as fans. the TNT champion. <laughs> He's the one. See, even the dogs
1: agree. Even the dogs agree. <laughs> Somebody well, somebody's knocking on the door and I'm busy, so they're gonna
0: Well, Darby Allen has proven that he is a ratings draw. He he's he gets to a broad spectrum of fans. Females love him. People... All right, go ahead. <laughs> females love him i'm gonna mute you but <laughs> females love him uh the the kids dress up like him he is he has you know got in the whole fan base behind him he's been one of the most popular guys in all of aew and proven himself to be a future star for them a future aew world champion but the whole story of darby allen is about him being an underdog and he needs an obstacle to overcome cody rose was that for him cody he was his first match in AEW, they went to a draw, then he lost to Cody twice, and then he finally beat Cody when he won the TNT Championship. His next level to meet is to get up to the AEW World Championship, but first he needs an obstacle to overcome to get there, and CM Punk is going to be that new obstacle. CM Punk wins here, but it's all about the long story with AEW. It's not about the first match, it's about the first match setting up the longer story, and the longer story is going to be CM Punk is his next Next obstacle to overcome because i see cm punk eventually becoming the aew world champion and the guy that's gonna be him is darby allen that's how you tell a long-term One story favor.
1: kick me out for a second so i can see who's at the door it might be important kick me out for a minute and i'll come back real quick and give you my response
0: no worries so it's all me. It's all me. I got to kick out Kenny Bolin. Kenny Bolin's checking on the dogs. The dogs, you know, the dogs agree with me. They think that Darby Allen is the next big star for AEW. And we got a couple of great points in the uh, live chat here. Slam and Sammy Joe talking about both of them being uh straight edge. So yeah, in a lot of ways they parallel each other. Like, um, Darby Allen is a young CM Punk in a lot of ways. Like they both said, CM Punk says if he was 15, Darby Allen would be his favorite wrestler. Darby Allen says when I was 15, you were my favorite wrestler. They are both alternative animatic personas that like draw a different audience than other performers will, and they both have the same stature. So it makes sense that these guys are parallel to each other, and why CM Punk would choose Darby Allen out of all the guys in AEW to first because Darby Allin is really like a mix of CM Punk with the straight edge lifestyle meets Jeff Hardy, which is Jeff Hardy is one of CM Punk's greatest rivals. Check out my article on Sports Keto Wrestling, the five greatest rivalries in CM Punk's career. So it's a bunch of great things there. We got a beep saying, yo, Sid, thoughts on Jericho losing and coming back as Mr. Canada under a mask. I don't think AEW would do that. AEW has been respecting their stipulations. That's that's why Cody um, hasn't gotten a shot at the AEW World Championship. And I believe Kenny is back with us.
1: Yeah, that was pest control. I said, well, you're being a pest. <laughs> so that they come the first Monday of each month. Normally, this isn't Monday today, right? No, it's So I don't know.
0: Pretty said, sure well, it's being- Friday.
1: I told him to come back in 10 minutes.
0: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we're almost done here. It's yeah. where so-
1: I'm at. I don't know about Maybe it's Monday somewhere in the world. I don't know.
0: But we we had a great point while you were going slamming Sammy Joe brings up that, uh, you know, Darby Allen is also straight edge. So in a lot mm-hmm. of ways, Darby Allen is a young CM Punk. So that's another reason mm-hmm. why he would choose the younger version of himself to. burst in his first. OK,
1: that is a good point. I wasn't aware that he was so-called straight edge. I'm straighter edge than all of them because I don't wear paint on my face. I don't have tattoos. I don't have piercings. I was straight edge before there was straight edge. Never smoked, never drank, never done drugs. But I was guilty of loving carbs. So there you go. We all have a weakness. We all have a weakness.
0: So what is your response?
1: I just don't think Punk should win his first match back in seven years. That's just my personal feeling about it. Uh, Maybe Darby wins with a little help from Sting. I don't know. I mean, uh, the the worst not clean. Uh, That's what I would do. If you're going to have Darby win, I would make sure that Sting has something to do with it. He's there for a reason.
0: Well, Sting addressed uh, Darby and CM Punk on Dynamite and he made he made illusions that he's not going to be in Darby's corner because he believes that this should be a one on one matchup. So I, I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe this is a heel turn for Sting to set up Sting versus CM Punk. They could go a number of different ways, but I, I do respect wow. your opinion Sting on thinking
1: Sting, Sting and CM Punk. I didn't even think about that one. It
0: could go that direction. And Sting uh-huh. said he would he would love he would have loved to verse CM Punk when he was younger, but why uh-huh. not now? CM it, Sting doesn't look not like he's age one since of them he was like forty two.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, not exactly. like one of our young kittens, but uh, Sting is what fifties, I guess. Is he in his fifties? He's he's sixty. He's 60. Is he sixty. Yeah, I'm yeah. sixty one and a half. That's why I don't wrestle.
0: There you, go. there
1: you go. It's like, it's like, you know what? I think fifty-two is a good age to get out of this business. I think fifty-two is good. So, uh, but not everybody sees it my way. Jerry Lawler, uh, seventy-one, and the man still wrestles about two or three times a month. I, I don't get it.
0: He's keeping it going. Keeping, He's keeping it
1: going. It going. Uh, he, he has said that he thinks that he would die if he quit wrestling. He, he thinks he has to do it. So long as you can and you feel good doing it. And uh, he's took care of himself uh, bump wise. So, yeah, why not? What the hell?
0: So do you have any CM Punk stories from your time Mm -hmm. with him in OVW before we sign things off? There
1: there were many times that we got along good because he knew of my connections with Cornette and if, if some crap was going on in the locker room he would say, uh, uh, Kenny, what would Cornette think of this? And then I would tell Punk in front of the room how Cornette would feel about it. Because as you know, Jimmy would take his ball and go home quite a bit. And he'd miss a lot of shows uh, due to disagreements with the office or or what have you. And uh, so Punk would kind of, try to be the uh, locker room general, so to say, and say, well, Jimmy would not put up with us. So most of the time we got along good, but when he got called up to the WWE, I guess he wanted to get over with the boys. So we had a celebrity bowling match at a bowling alley that was just down the street. Wouldn't it be appropriate that I would be at the bowling alley with CM Punk? So Punk had just been called up. Aaron, the idol Stevens was with me, who was um, Damian Sandow at one point, once he went on to the WWE. And several others, uh, several other uh, people that went on to be big stars. I'm sure Mickey James was there, countless others. And uh, for whatever reason, Punk took my briefcase. um, It's sitting over here. Y'all have seen it. He took my briefcase and he threw it down the bowling alley and he thought I was going to go get it. And I looked at him and I said, I don't know what the hell's the matter with you? We're here doing a personal appearance. I don't know how big a deal you think you are. I said, but I am not going down there to get that briefcase. And I said, if anyone's going to get it, it's going to be you. So he's acting like, no, you're going to be the one to go get. It. So I don't, I guess he was trying to get over with the boys. I don't know what he was doing. So the manager of the bowling alley says, okay, the personal appearance is over. Thanks to your friend there. You guys have to leave. He says, and by the way, you're the one who threw it. You're the one who's going to go get it. So they made Punk walk down the alley, the walk of shame, to make him walk down the gutter of the alley, pick up the briefcase, which he did not get a strike, by the way. I'll point that out. It came up short. And he had to walk the briefcase back to me and hand it to me, and I said that was stupid. And he hands me the and Aaron the Idol looked at him and said, "Man, that wasn't cool." Because I guess he thought Aaron was going to think it was funny. And uh, and then management threw all of us out, and uh, I don't think we ever went back to that bowling alley again. So, Uh, but you know, a lot of these guys they get called up and they get their pants a little full, and they think they're a big deal and uh so i guess he thought he was going to get over with the boys that he was a big star and he was going to do that and and the other one is when he got into it with tony atlas have you heard this story
0: oh i think i think i have from, tony from a- him i think he told the story himself. oh did he tell the story i think so uh, but w- we want to know it from your perspective did, did, did the story end good in his version for him I I don't think it, it did. It did. No, but...
1: no, no. He was, uh, he was sitting in the back row. I normally did not stay for the post-mortem meetings. I would normally go home just so not to be a part of that for whatever reason. I stayed for this one. And Tony Atlas was the agent who had been assigned. And Tony Atlas is trying to explain to boys what it takes to be a star, this, that, and the other. And who were the two that were portrayed as brothers for a brief period of time? I think they're still working. Um, they were brothers in OBW, and then when they got up north, Vince realized they weren't brothers and he killed that gimmick. Uh, if you say their names, I'll know it. Um they they never really made it to the big time, but I think they're still around. I think they're both still getting some work. I, I thought I
0: thought you were gonna say the bashams, but that's not they were they
1: the bashams would have known better than to done what was done, but these guys were kind of taking Punk's side. And because uh, because uh, Punk was so, and everybody, he says, well, apparently you don't know who I am. You don't know that I've already been a star. And and Tony Atlas says, a star. He says, uh, he says, have you uh, ever been booked in Madison Square Gardens? And Punk says, well, I, yes, uh, I have. And then Atlas says, to him, have you sold it out as the main event? And then Punk had nothing to say. <laughs> he says, well, I have sold out the Madison Square Gardens as the main event. He says, until you can match my resume, you need to sit there and shut up and listen to what I got to say. And he had a problem with Punk having the taped up. What, what he's looked like he got two broken arms, but Cornette used to tell him that, too. Cornette hated that he taped his arms up because it looks like he got two broken arms. Why would you do that? It bothered Jimmy more than it bothered me. I never quite got it either. Uh, I guess it was a place where he could mark the know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, does he still do that? Does he still tape yes. up the arms? Yes. Okay. Does he ever explain why he does it?
0: It's sort the straight as symbol, the, the X's on the on the uh, Okay. Couldn't we
1: just couldn't we just wear wristbands with X's? Couldn't we just do that?
0: <laughs> we could and uh Don yeah, says it was. I
1: think we could. Was, it
0: was Matt Cardona and Brian Myers, a.k.a. Uh, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins.
1: There you go. That's who it was. I'm, I knew somebody in here would probably know, but they were siding with Punk. They were getting a little lippy as well. So by the time Tony got done, he was furious with all three of them and was just burying all three, and everyone else knew not to stick their nose into this, that you shut up and listen to what the agent says, whether you agree with him or not. Many times the agents would say stuff, and you said, there, well, I disagree with that, but you weren't stupid enough to say it directly to the agent's face. So the three of them got buried real bad. Mainly the other two were just siding with Punk, and they didn't quite have the resume that Punk had at that time. At least Punk had somewhat of a resume. The other two didn't have shit. So they, they definitely needed to sit there and keep their mouths shut. And uh, if, if I'm not mistaken, it didn't really quite work out for the other two the way it worked out for CM Punk.
0: No, no, so, never, I, never, did, never. I didn't know if
1: Punk was ever going to get a break. Normally bad mouthing the agents and, and getting lippy with them in front of the boys is not a good idea. So I was very glad I hung around that night and that I got to see that firsthand. But Tony, I don't care who says what, Tony won that one and Tony was going to win it. Uh, but I didn't know if Punk would ever admit that he got his ass handed to him by Tony Atlas that day. I didn't know if that ever happened or not.
0: Oh, um, yeah. I mean, it, it didn't sound like it went well for
1: him, even from no. his
0: perspective. So, it, yeah, it, it,
1: it, it did not. And, uh, and, 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 hey, if we all learn a lesson from our mistakes, so be it. And like I said, I'm not going to say that anything that Punk said may not have been right or wrong. You just don't tell the agent that. And I remember Dusty Rhodes there being once, and uh, I, I went up and talked to him quite a bit about the days of Big Boss Man. And he says, Kenny, and he says, do you realize you're the only one here that has actually come up and asked me anything? I said, that's a shame. I said, because I'm not a wrestler. I said, I've known you since 1984, I guess, when I first started going to TBS Studios. I said, and you mean to tell me that not one wrestler in here, has come to, it's like they don't even know who I am. And he was being Dusty. Cause I've heard him talk as Virgil many times, but for, for that night, he was being dusty. Said not one person come up to ask him any advice on anything. And that's what he was there for. And, and he that said, that was a pretty only-
0: good dusty. That was a pretty good dusty. I, must uh,
1: say. Well, I will say Cornette does a way better dusty than I do. His, his dusty is pretty good. I love, <laughs> let me give you one last story. I know we're going over a little bit, but the sports kid needs more, sh- more stuff to post about me. Um, Jimmy Cornette was supposed to come to my son's baptism in Nashville. And like I get two or three days notice that Jimmy can't come to the baptism. He's double booked. He's he's in Atlanta for one show, and then he's in Charlotte, North Carolina for a night show. So he couldn't he couldn't do the baptism. So Dusty is assigned to be the agent at Six Flags Kentucky Kingdom. So there's Dusty and there's Cornette. I got them both together. Jimmy blames Dusty for double booking him that he could not come to my son's baptism, who's now borderline atheist. <laughs> <laughs> and Catholic. He, he claims both. I didn't know you could do that, but he claims both. And uh, from time to time, depends what mood he's in. So uh, so Dusty's there, Cornish there, I got them both three feet from each other. I said, Dusty, will you please tell me something? I said, Jimmy blew off my son's baptism because he, he said you had him double booked in Charlotte and Atlanta. I said, is that true? tell me right now in front of did you not let Jimmy come to my son's baptism so he had to do two shows uh, Kenny Bowling let me let me tell you one thing Jimmy Cornette had an option I told Jimmy I said well yeah you can go to Kenny Bowling some baptism in Nashville Tennessee and not get paid <laughs> or you can go to Atlanta Georgia and Charlotte North Carolina and get paid and Kenny Jimmy elected to get paid, <laughs> so, I said, so that's what he had an option, but he opted to get paid <laughs> instead of coming to Nashville, Tennessee for my son's baptism. I, and Jimmy looked at me, he said, "That's how it happened. <laughs> that, that went down." So, so that like, is my That's my dust, yeah, and that sounded pretty accurate. Jimmy had an option, and he opted to get paid. <laughs> so he took the two paydays and blew off my son's baptisms, and that's how and that's how that story went
0: priorities and kenny. my
1: son was standing there at like 17 years of age to get to hear the story so that was pretty cool he's his dad he says he says, virgil had been talking to us in the voice of virgil all night but for that story he became dusty roads i said that's how it had to be he had to, he had to flip the switch had to.
0: kenny thank, thank, you.
1: thank you for letting me tell that story because that, that was of fun.
0: course Of course, Kenny. Thank you so much for joining me on the latest paper. As a matter of fact, I had
1: a similar situation with you. I said, I don't want to work with Sid. He irks me. He said, well, Kenny, you can show up and work with Sid and get paid. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can just stay home and not get paid. That's why. I decided to get paid. I, I there you up. go.
0: You and you are at home. You're at home. I, I'm paid. at home. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But Kenny, thank you so much for joining me on the pay per view preview for AEW All Out 2021. Please let the people know where they can follow you, follow you on social media as well as your YouTube channel.
1: Uh, social media, they can find me on anything labeled Starmaker Bolin. Uh, Twitter is at Starmaker Bolin. Facebook is forward slash Starmaker Bolin. Instagram, Starmaker Bolin. Uh, my email, uh, if you want to PayPal me some money, if you don't think I've made enough here today, I'll try, uh, me and Raj, you come up with a deal. For every troller you don't block, I get an extra $20. So there I got so I I none I'd, of them. Yeah, I think I made 140 extra dollars today, so I appreciate that. You know, we always take every extra dollar we can get. Uh, but if you want to PayPal or make a donation to any of my charity fundraisers, the scams I run, uh, Kenny Bolin at MSN.com is my PayPal. Uh, if, uh, oh, and uh, the Bolin Alley you can catch at uh, YouTube.com forward slash the Bolin, B-O-L-I-N Alley. Very easy to find. We do two or three shows a week, most weeks. And I had one stretch of 107 shows in a row. So there's plenty of content of the bowling alley. Uh, As a matter of fact, uh, September, October the 13th will be the season 19 premiere with my dear friend, Anthony Scaramucci.
0: There you go. 1 PM
1: daytime show. Do you know who the mooch is? No, you don't know who Anthony, Google Anthony Scaramucci for crying out loud. He's a multi-billionaire. He's got twice the money, Mark Cuban. He's the former white house uh, press secretary
0: i i tell you all the time kenny i don't have a lot of time I, I have two. I have two twins they're one years old that's a lot of work when i'm not on camera here but you can follow me on twitter at true heel blame the kids, blame the kids. I, always always <laughs> If you, you do you always blame
1: <laughs> the kids
0: and follow me follow We're me follow my YouTube channel, True Hill Heat. You could jump over there, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit your notifications. We're going live at 1 p.m. Eastern time with the AEW Dynamite uh, review with myself, Jimmy Macaram, and Marcus Cash, AE Ramble. We're going to be talking about uh, that show from this past Wednesday, as well as a little bit about All Out. So join me over on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. And of course, subscribe to the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube channel. whole bunch of great interviews, right? You want to me to hype he did an interview with qt marshall who's gonna lose to tall paul this sunday he, he did will an interview. Be, he will
1: be losing,
0: he, <laughs> he will be. did an interview with qt marshall we did a whole bunch we were on the press call for uh, aew all out with tony khan you can hear rick utino's thoughts on that that's right now on the nobody, Sports wrestling youtube channel
1: that. nobody wants to hear that
0: and of course, you can follow the gang, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and hit your notifications because we're going live later today for Smack Talk following SmackDown and AEW Rampage with myself, Rick Uchino, and Dutch Mantel. So hit the like button, like this video. Uh, of course, comment down below they if you're watching us on replay.
1: Rick Uchino doesn't like me, they didn't invite me.
0: Yes, um, but Yes, <laughs> comment down below, give us your predictions for AEW All Out, and of course hit the subscribe button, hit the bell to stay notified for all the great content, and share this video on all your favorite social media platforms, so thank you so much for joining us live, everyone who joined us across all three platforms, thank you Kenny Boland as always, you were insightful, intelligent, and always hilarious, it is me, it is me, your true heel phenom SP3, this has been AEW All all out 2021 preview and predictions. We are signing off until next time.